Death Watch. Welcome back to Cradle of the World, the Pathfinder First Edition campaign by Death Watch Productions. I'm Brandon, the Game Master, and we will return to our heroes. We had some technical difficulties with last episode, um, and so I'll just do a quick recap. Mostly it was just a fight with the uh, uh, enemies that they had encountered at the end of the previous one, uh, essentially the fight. And then afterwards, after our heroes were victorious, they looked in the um, the room where Casimir had found that skeleton and started digging through to find what treasures they could obtain. They found four wands and 15 scrolls after an hour of searching. And uh, that's actually right where we'll pick back up from. So we'll start with our heroes, uh, Chris, first. Hi. I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, Hero of the Rock, and uh, what is it? I am Spartacus. I am the reason that the uh, last game was uh, not recorded properly. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm playing Grim, Hero of the Sea. I'm sad about all those sneak attacks being lost like tears in the rain. Dang it. This isn't working. I need others to be Spartacus. <laughs> and I'm Rohan, Hero of the Sky, and... I am Spartacus. Oh, thank it you, was Justin. My fault that the recording did not save properly. I am John playing Fenris, Hero of the Flame. And I am Spartacus, and I am the reason that the recording <laughs> did not save properly. Huh. Wonder who isn't Spartacus. <laughs> Blame my low wisdom. <laughs> and point of fact, it was my fault. Uh, but anyway. We'll pick back up where we had left off, where you had all, um, you'd started searching through that wizard's room, and you'd found a bunch of wands and scrolls, which you identified the wands. There's 15 scrolls there, which uh, are in the party inventory, but um, you probably, let me check real quick, because I think you don't really need to identify them. You should be able to recognize them, having used them before, but let me mm. make sure. Is there a way to roll uh, multiple skills at once? One after the other. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, all right. So it looks like there are two, th three scrolls that you will need to, uh, that nobody recognizes. Uh, and you can tell that um, the scrolls are like, there's five of one um, and then, Two of one, two of another, hmm. and let's see, the other one was, the other one had five as well, so, and then a single. So, uh, here's, I'll identify in the party inventory the ones that you recognize because you guys have used them before. So, two of the scrolls are spell turning, and five of the scrolls are um, resilient sphere. But there are still seven, eight that you don't recognize, you haven't used before. Can I take a 10 on the, like, the lot of it, or do you want me to roll it all out? No, yeah, you can do that. That'd all be right, quicker so, um, in this case. 36 would be my total. Okay. So looking through those scrolls, Casimir, you identify that there five of them are of beast shape, mm. four. And uh, one of them is Foresight, two of them are uh, Whirlwind, and that, that's it. 
So all right, thank you. Um, um, the ones that you did recognize already was that there were five of resilient sphere and two of spell turning. Um, so yeah, now you've got all of those identified after having searched that wizard's room for an hour. Oh man, these are oh B shape is oh B shape four. That's right. Yeah, I think these are all fairly high level. And so that was, um, let me share this map, by the way. So um, you had been on that, basically that oh. platform that looked out over the black pit below. Um, some sharp-eyed players might think, as I share this map, that it looks a little different than it did before. Mm. But you'd be wrong. And because I'm the game master, your character's 100% believe they're in the exact same place they were before having played call of cthulhu i am able to accept this without any problems <laughs> <laughs> oh very nice this is what i remember you described this perfectly last time it was exactly what i envisioned when i saw wait it wait a second i wasn't facing north something's <laughs> off here <laughs> Casimir always faces north. That's how I know how to get out of... Uh... Don't let Graham near the uh, scroll of B-shape. And why? Let me cast it. So I just read it. What does it do? You can uh, wild shape into a... a donkey? Uh, any <laughs> tiny or up to large uh, magical beast. You gain a lot of different uh, yeah, you gain... skill sets or uh, abilities based on what you use. But you just see it now, you waste it on something mundane like a bird or something. Well, <laughs> we could shapeshift into birds and fly down. That wouldn't be a impossibility. I think Graham might be the best one to cast it as it's a wizard level six spell. Mm. So I might Scrolls be able to fail it. I would too, I think. What's the spell level you said? Six? Uh, yeah, but uh, let's see. Looks like it might be all... Uh, all intelligence-based, too. Okay, so assuming I have it deciphered, it would be 20 plus the caster level, so... 26. And I add an 18 to my roll, so... And do looking you, for... Do you need to fake... a 40% uh, chance of failure. Do you need to fake any stats, too, on scrolls, or is that... Uh, Depends if they require it uh, for some reason or another. Okay. I think... Well, doesn't it still require, like, the normal... Um, you have to have the, yeah, I'm the looking, attribute at the level required to cast. Yeah, I might have to emulate an ability. Yeah, I need the high score, so I need, what, a 16 mm -hmm. yeah. intelligence. So that would be plus two to my intelligence. The percentage of you succeeding is going to determine whether or not this is the plan we go <laughs> with, huh? Oh, oh, we've got about a 45% chance of me succeeding. Let's go with this, guys. I'm at a 40% chance of failure so far. Let's see what the ability score is. Oh, it's whatever my magic device check result is when I go to cast the scroll, minus 15. Okay. So there's a possibility. So I would need to roll a 16 or what, uh, 31 to have the 16. All right. Activate. I was really expecting more limitations on that spell. I think they've changed it from the like the D and D three point five one because I think uh, they didn't like how uh, 
based on what I'm reading there, because like I think you didn't get like dark vision and a bunch of other like skills or uh, not skills, but like traits when you would shape shift through spells. And they're like, nah, you get it all now. Yeah, some of these are that B shape four is pretty powerful. Nice one. So yeah, you can take up to a huge normal size beast or large magical beast. So my DC is actually 31. Become a huge uh, Philo, the donkey, or the mule, whichever one he was. So I have like a 65% chance of failure. That's okay. For me. Right. User meets all the requirements. I like those odds. I I actually think I might just be able to do it. Okay. Uh, regardless of it, yeah. Because it's on my list. Uh, I'm the correct type if this is arcane. And I have the required ability score. I think Justin could do it too, technically. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if I would have done it. Okay, but, her, but the level is lower. The, uh, the scrolls spellcaster needs to make a level check. And the DC is the scrolls caster level plus one to cast the spell successfully. Uh, so... Spells, uh, so what is that? It's like a 11 plus one, so like a 12. And then if you fail the caster, it's a DC five wisdom check. So we'd have Justin probably do this just in case. But his caster level might uh, F him up on that. So it's one of those like... Um, on which one? Well, if like uh, your, your lower, your arcane is too low to cast the spell normally. So you'd make a DC which is the scrolls caster level plus one, and your arcane caster level would be the one doing it. Yeah, four. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like mine is uh, ten. So I have a pretty good chance of succeeding on that. Uh, but if you, in the event that you fail it, you make a DC five wisdom check to avoid a scroll mishap. Natural ones always fail. Yeah. And yeah, I'd have to roll a natural one to fail that. Yeah. Whereas I don't have a wisdom bonus so it's spooky for me <laughs> but i would pro most likely succeed at the caster level check because what is that i believe if we're going with the lowest one it most of these uh, like beast shape would be six um or 11 caster level 11 is when i get six what levels. does justin have to roll fifth level maybe it's a higher level maybe it's seven uh, it's uh, caster level plus one is his DC check, but he'd be rolling with his arcane caster, caster level. level. So he'd have like what a plus two. I'm, I'm to caster uh, level wizard level three. So check what Graham. Level. What exactly is cat stink, and why are you <laughs> carrying it? <laughs> hey, stay out of my inventory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have something questionable in there. <laughs> it's on your hands now. <laughs> um, uh, I forget. I will tell you. Mm -hmm. I think it it confuses mm -hmm. monsters that um, track by scent. Oh, glasses. Oh. Wizard. I forgot to add D&D &D to my Google search, so now I'm just getting... My cat has a stinky coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, level 11 is when you start getting 6th level as a wizard. So yeah, DC 12, which I think I 
only have to roll a two or better. No, Cat Sting will throw off tracking. Mm. Oh, it's like... Uh, for creatures that track by scent, but yeah. they'd still be able to pinpoint me in combat via scent. All right, guys, so what are we doing? Is there still stuff we need to identify, or are we just going to go down this cliff face? I think that was everything. Um, yeah. Wasn't there something coming for us as well? We have undead that are waking up in the city. You did hear a soul-piercing uh, female scream echoing from the deep. To the usual. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Rohan, you didn't see anything, any other way to get down uh, No, when you were up there? No, the only ones I found were, was that uh, one that kind of loops around the outside. All right. Well, is, uh, are we going to wild shape or something else? I'll say that I think those things should probably be saved for when they're needed hmm. a little bit more. Just like all those elixirs and tonics and D&D, or not D&D, and File Fantasy and Chrono Trigger. Uh, we, we've got well, to no. use every new item immediately. Tonics and elixirs in Final Fantasy are just to have that 99 number there. Mm, I see. All right. So I say we can, I, I figure we can make it down the cliff face. Uh, other means. Yeah, there is a, this is a an actual like staircase that spirals around the outside, right, Brandon? Uh, it's basically um, a lip um, that you can transverse walk on. And it kind of works its way downward. Yeah. As, I mean, as far as you could tell. Okay. It, it seemed to have a downward trajectory. All right. Well, don't worry. I have one feather fall. If anyone uh, falls off, uh, except Rohan, who has his own, mm. uh, everyone else just jump off and I'll feather fall. <laughs> and we'll all just go down as far as we can. Yeah. So it uh, affects everybody. So Rohan. An area, yeah. What you could see is that you know, off against the wall, there's like a path that you can walk on around the left side of the room. Okay. Yeah, I'd suggest taking the path down so that we at least know we have a an escape route. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do. It's called world or word of recall. I feel like a word of recall shill, Fenrith. <laughs> have you heard of the word of recall? <laughs> oh, here we go again. As I, I found a new <laughs> a new deity to follow. It's called Word of Recall. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think we should probably uh, just take the stairs since the uh, elevator's out of order. Okay. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Rohan. <laughs> start walking. Yeah, right. <laughs> start pushing them towards the... <laughs> he probably said it was in this direction. So I guess first we'll be walking around the outside and heading towards... The first, what is that little alcove or whatever on the outside will be the first landmark that we would come that to. That one? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'll take the lead and stay a little ways ahead of everyone else. Let's see, how long does that last? Oh, wait, it's a cantrip. Never mind. Um, yeah, and I'll cast dancing lights and keep it kind of you know how it has like four different lights i'll keep them kind of strung out about 40 50 feet in front of me okay we're gonna be 
Sneaky's obviously gone out the window. I I think when we're traveling all together, you just don't bother having yeah. to see her up a, a ways. Well, then you should be up here with me looking for traps and whatnot. It's true. This is in one of the three C's. This would be a choke point. Yeah. Okay, I'll walk with you. Take a look at the ground. Looking for traps. Intermittently. When the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah, about once a minute I'll have to stop and recast dancing lights. and But yeah, we'll keep them out ahead of us so we can see anything that might be coming up at us. Alright. <clears throat> yeah, so you go moving along this way. And uh, and you guys are following? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And Graham will be up with me, keeping an eye out for any traps Okay. with his elf eyes. Mm. Graham, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> Stabby spots. I can stab here. I can stab there. <laughs> I'm walking with... Like an old EverQuest character. (laughs) Oh, man. I pick things up by pinching them between the dagger blades. (laughs) When he does his multi-attack stab, I instantly brought back to that, like, um, Al Pacino movie where he's in prison. He gets stabbed, like, 30 times just really, really fast. (laughs) (laughs) There's a... It's actually the Baraka... From Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, the uh, whirlwind or the slice. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Man, really like that character. He's one of my favorites to play. Yeah, same. He was my main down at the 7 Eleven, but mm. those people were a lot better than I was. Yeah. They were older and they like knew all the moves. I just knew like cheese stuff. Dude, I remember uh, waiting outside the 7 Eleven watching two like older teenagers just go crazy against each other on that. And then like it was ending with the fatality best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you get to here, Rohan, you can see that there's a tunnel that branches off of this path, um, to the left. Okay. Well, I suppose we should investigate. I think so. so yeah. I'll take the first step in and move my dancing lights out ahead of me. It's a cleric rest stop. What exactly is the difference between a cleric rest stop and any other class? I don't know. It feels like clerics got to rest more to me. It's sanctified. Man, going in with the subtle jabs <laughs> there. <laughs> it says clerics next left. Do they also have weight limits? <laughs> you, have, you have a whole well, band has... of clerics traveling around the world putting those signs so they know how long they have to go before the re- next rest stop. Does it also have the healing stone that they sit on and make you run back to to get right. healing? Yes, they tell you which direction the sun will rise or whatever or set. If you're a little confused, all sorts of things to help a cleric. Mm. And they have a complimentary tarp for the wizards so they can keep the rain off. Ah, that's thoughtful. <laughs> all right, so um, here, let me. A spot for the rest of us peasants to stand and do camp work. <laughs> uh, wood. I like to think they got like some bushes for the rogues to hide in. <laughs> what like color one. are your lights? Um, your weapons or your dancing lights? Yeah, My dancing lights, we'll just make them regular white. I think I get to choose the color. Do natural light 
That's not doing anything for our complexion. <laughs> we could actually just treat them as a single light source if it makes it easier. Yeah, because they do got to stay pretty close to each other, but yeah, it's all right. I can move them as one. Guess I should probably cast Flame Arrow on you, huh, Rohan? That would probably be helpful later. Well, depends on if my uh, I can hit better next time than I have been recently. That was just the circumstance. You'll shine again all the clearer, Rohan. I need to get one of those large okay. enemies that just relies on their hit points for survival. All right, so Rohan, you get up here and you push your... Um... You send your lights out ahead of you, so you can see down the path there, uh, although it is pretty misty still, but you do see they're coming to sort of a, a choke point up there. And then, um, so Graham, you can see the same as you come around the corner there. Does it descend a bit? Yeah, it does go down a set of natural steps a little bit. Well, shall we go investigate further? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, real quick though, I'll walk up and lay hands upon the Rohan. Am I targeting said Rohan? No. Yes. Do not touch the Rohan. <laughs> there we go. And I will cast Flame Arrow on him. Okay. Using a swift action to avoid that, by the way. <laughs> Which wouldn't have failed anyway, but. And it is 50 arrows, right? Uh, let me see. Come on. Come on, mouse. There we go. Oh. 50 projectiles or 10 hours, I believe. 10 minutes per level, so 100 minutes. And it's 1d6. Fire. Fire. Now, let me untarget the Rohan. That way I don't accidentally cast magic missile at him. <laughs> Uh, which shield needs to be removed, too, uh, just in case. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'll move the the cluster of lights down to that kind of cross point and then head up behind them to start taking a look to see which direction we're going to want to go. All right. I'm staying pace with them, trying to make sure we don't fall in a pit <laughs> or run into a spike. Well, do I want to use that net? It's magical, though. I do have detect detect snares and pits, but I think I'll wait until we get down into the city or whatever is down there. Which will probably end up being a bad idea. But. Okay. So, yeah, you, um, you move up there where these lights are, and let me move them ahead of you here. So you can see that it branches off to either straight forward or left and right, and... Um, Graham, you want to stay right on his heel? Yeah, well, I'm keeping an eye out for... And what about Casimir and Fenrith? How far back do you guys want to stay? Hmm. I'd probably say only about 10 or 20 feet, because I wouldn't go the full 30 for the rear guard. Yeah, well, we got the lights out ahead of us, so we're not exactly stealthing. We're just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> giving yeah, us I'd... enough feet not to get hit right. by... Uh... Whatever we run into. Go 30 feet, John. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in range of a fireball trap, so. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with it. Hmm. All right. And then Fenrith 
and Casimir. So Casimir, you got true sight always, right? No, seeing invisibility. Okay. And dark vision. Seeing invisibility also allows me to perceive the ethereal realm, but okay. not interact with it. And then Fenrith, what is your vision? Just normal? Just normal, and I can cast light on myself or on an item if I need to, though. So level zero. Our armor also glows if we want it to. In fact, I think it's been our main source of light for like for quite yeah. a while. Is it those? Is it that castle where we were fighting the dragon and the halfling, the dwarven fortress? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's when we started really do, using that. Which was really early. Was it? it? Wasn't that the first season? Like halfway through the first season, where we started doing that? Oh no, I was thinking earlier, or not earlier, but later, because the dwarven fortress was the one we just got out of. Okay. Like, I guess the I, first one we went to was a Dwarven Fortress, too, but I was yeah. thinking about the one with the Halfling, not a bunch of undead. All right, so you guys uh, said and elves. you do want to be 30 feet behind? I do. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I can be rear guard. I can get behind John. Yeah, only, yeah, I'll be like, uh, put me about, um, what, 10 feet behind him, behind uh, Graham and them. Okay. Is I'll, I'll relay whether or not uh, they fall into a trap. All right, and then Fenrith, will you have your armor lit up? Yeah, is that way I, so I can see. Okay, so we'll give you... Okay, all right. So there you are. So Rohan, you can see it branches in three separate directions. It goes straight ahead or left and right. So which way would you want to go? Um, well, I suppose I'll check each direction just a, a little ways down, take like 15, 20 feet down each path starting with the one to the north and just kind of see if it starts to slope down or or if it dead ends or anything that we can see keeping an eye out for any kind of tracks of anything that might dwell in this area or yeah, any kind of leavings pieces of rotting flesh left behind or those kinds of things okay yeah so you head up here uh to the north and uh you can get to about here you can see there's a room over there, and there's two of those armored skeletons just standing upright, completely still, not moving, but they are standing there, holding their weapons. Okay. All kind of... So far, so roll your um, stealth. Yep. We'll uh, definitely try and sneak back a little bit. If, there we go. Stealth. I do like that plus five from the... Was it the Elven Cloak that gives it to me now? Okay. No, yeah. So, so far they don't seem to have noticed you. So yeah, I'll get back to the others and mention that they're up there, that there's a room and that it, the uh, cave seems to curve back towards the central chasm in that direction. Okay. And I could also kind of see that the one to the south had gone straight for a little while and then started to curve back towards the main chasm as well. Uh, did I see any... Either side start to slope downward at all? Um, so what you could see, um, the the one straight ahead of you, mm -hmm. that curves, and it does seem to start sloping down slightly around that curve. Okay. Um, so, uh, Graham, what did you want to do? I was staying with Rohan, checking at his feet, so I am making um, search checks when we pause for okay. moments but uh 
That one you said to the south curves around back to the main cavern. It doesn't open on our level, though, because we didn't pass one, though, right? True, yeah. And same with the one to the north. We didn't see anything ahead of us that suggested it opens up above us, but... You know, I made a roll of search in the tower you can use if it becomes necessary, Brandon. Yeah, put that in there. Or perception, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Take a hit on that one. And I'll mention the two armored skeletons. It's a dynamic system where there aren't traps until I search for them. Game Master tips and tricks. What if the rogue's paranoid and sees (laughs) traps around every corner, though? Well, he's looking for them. Yeah. So that's the whole fear-only-tools-a-hammer thing, you know? I suppose traps never really exist until they're either tripped or found. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. There was that... uh, there's this one story about a guy who was paranoid, thought people were stealing from him, so he booby-trapped his whole house with guns. And the cops didn't uh, trip any of The guy shot himself accidentally on one of his own booby traps. Is most likely what happened, and that's why the cops were there. But once they found one of them, and they began looking around... <laughs> they found that they were lucky not to have found more. Yeah. He just kept thinking people were getting by his traps and he needed more. <laughs> yeah, like he, he <laughs> thought someone triggered. was stealing stuff. And then he, so he's like, all right. And he couldn't find anyone, but stuff still kept going missing, according to him. And so, yeah, he just started trapping everything. Is that schizophrenia or whatever? Could be. Also, if it was Reddit, we know it's a methane leak, most likely. <laughs> That's true. Are you on Ambien? <laughs> Is there a carbon monoxide leak in your... Oh, room? yeah, carbon monoxide, not <laughs> methane. Do you smoke meth? <laughs> but uh, in his, I think this happened before uh, Ambien, so he was... <laughs> It would have been experimental at the time. (laughs) All right. So you're searching for traps, you said? Yes, game master. All right. Don't you take that tone with him. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, so far you haven't seen any. Okay. So, yeah, I'll let uh, everyone confer on whether or not we want to preemptively attack these enemies or try and sneak past them. Send Fenrith in. Fenrith? What's your idea? Well, uh, we really can't allow these things to to continue to live. Or, well, unlive. Uh, technically, like <laughs> technically, they're not living, Fenrith. <laughs> I corrected uh, it. But, uh, well, and that's true. The uh, visions yeah, that... we uh, must lay them to their final rest. The visions that the Lich showed me is that with the restoration of Tarcellus's soul that they will cease to function. What are you guys saying? <laughs> Your wisdom score is high <laughs> enough, Vice. <laughs> I don't have the knowledge, though. Can't yeah. use them untrained. Uh, weaponized idiocy is unacceptable, Graham. <laughs> it's been getting me by so far. Do they look like they are undead? Yes. We can tell by they the look just skeletons. Just like the ones that attacked us. Well, they're just, um, so you said they were standing or leaning up against the wall? Leaning. Standing, I believe, right, Brandon? Okay. Yeah, they're just standing straight up. Yeah, I don't really have much that will, uh, that will hide us from them, so we're going to have to fight our way through. Damn it, Fenrir. We just passed the cleric alcove. (laughs) (laughs) We cannot turn this party around. No rest for the next three days. Uh, yeah, I don't have local knowledge, Casimir, so I could talk like coconut-based recipes and 
I'll be like uh, fish, that guy fish from and coconut. Forest Camp. Forest oh, yeah. Camp shrimp. Okay. Shrimp, gumbo shrimp. Well, I, if we're going to try and take them out, um, yeah, position myself so that I can step out and start attacking like in, them. Uh, I can do something with your arrows to make them more effective, though. I like this. Let's stack Double as much on, uh, on my bow as I can. Mm-hmm. Are you leaving the lights there? Yeah. Okay. So you walk up to here, do another... Uh, Stealth. Would it go by school or would it go by effect on double buffing the arrows? Effect, right? Okay. And then, um, so let's have everybody roll initiative right now to get it out of the way. I'm conscientious, conscientious objector. Yeah. To this war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all going to crumble in the end, anyways. Oh, sure. Do your killing. Get it out of your system. Way to put the rest of us to shame with the initiative. That's a true rogue right there. Well, I'm not the one who's doing something first, so I'm just delaying really fast. Should we really praise him for doing what's expected? (laughs) I feel with our group, yes. (laughs) Oh, that's a good grab. You didn't even ignite the scrolls or use the wands. Well, what can I say? My progression is linear. Yeah, sort of. Okay, so... Um, oh, what does that mean? So with the initiative, <laughs> Graham would be first, but Rohan's going first, so we'll switch Graham to just below Rohan. Mm, no, I'll delay till after Fenris. Okay, we'll switch Graham to... No, you go. <laughs> After yeah, it'd be like right? if I was asking him to check out a trap or something. I mean, if I'm going to go in there. Okay, so sense. Ron, you move up there, and uh, they still don't seem to have noticed you. Okay. And um, so are you? what are you going to do once you're there? I'm going to um, just delay an attack action for if they start to move. Okay. And that'll bring us to Casimir. Already my trident. And cast shield on my... Yeah, move. And then cast shield on myself using a swift action to negate the uh, spell failure. Where did it go? Cast. Uh, targeting Casimir. Apply. Got an 11. That's pretty close. Good yeah. thing I did that. And untarget myself. And that's my turn. Okay. Now, um, so you, you cast shield mm-hmm. and then, okay, so I'll turn that back on. Uh, it is on. I applied the effect. Okay. At least it says it's on. Perfect. Okay. And then, um, what was giving you the five dodge from last session? Combat expertise. Okay. Did I remove it? I think I, I did. just, it's still on there. I just have it turned off. So we can just turn it on and off when you need it. Oh, okay. You're talking about on the thing. All right. Yeah. So I won't apply it manually then. <laughs> and then uh, roll a your stealth. Me or yeah. Okay. No, oh. I'm not too worried. Sorry about that. Wasn't in the tower. Oh. Or yeah, there's no need for you to do that anyway. So yeah. <laughs> um, roll on. That's Casimir, and then. Um, 
Fenrith. Uh, where did Rohan go? He went up and to the right. He went uh, mm. to the north. Yeah, I'll be uh, pointing him and pointing the way to you. All right. Well, don't, will... don't go to the south or to the west. We haven't gone that far. <laughs> All right. As, uh, I'll head that way. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And then roll your stealth. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you walk up there and um, you get there sort of in line with Rohan. And then, um, then uh, Rohan. So you see um, when Fenrith comes to a stop, both of these skeletons here, their heads pop up and they immediately start marching forward. All right. Um, um, I'll tar- target Dark Skeleton 2. Or I should say, you see their heads pop up and start scanning in the direction you guys are in. So they okay. haven't moved yet. Okay, then, yeah, I'll wait for them to move, but I'll uh, kind of signal to Fenrith in hand talk that they're waking up. Okay. Okay. This misty cloud effect that's going over the battlefield's mesmerizing. All right, Graham, that brings us to you. Okay. Then I will come up here next to Fenris and look around. Okay. There's no skeletons here. Mm. But I'll make sure my daggers, I got both daggers in my hand, and I suppose I will ready an attack action should an enemy come into my threatened space. And call that the end of my turn. Okay. All right. Why do I feel like I'm about to be attacked by something like a roper? Because there aren't any enemies behind you until... Or above you. You're on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Game Pester tips and tricks. There's a couple undead that cling to ceilings and walls, too, aren't there? Here it comes. Gonna get disappeared. I always liked the choker enemy, but they're only really good for really low-level enemies, or low-level campaigns. They, like, hide in corners so that as you walk through a door, they just snatch snatch someone. Some of them can still be good. It depends on who you grab and how, how quick they can get help. Yeah. You know? But even a wizard would be kind of tricky at this stage, because you can cast your vocal mm-hmm. spells, and they usually have few tricks to keep some of their big spells from being impeded by that sort of thing. Yeah. They also usually have Dimension Door, which I don't. (laughs) Not a wizard. Not a wizard. I'm not a wizard. I'm a fighter. (laughs) I keep trying to tell you guys. This is just building... uh, My finger wiggling is building strength in my hands. For those uh, precise trident adjustments you have to make on the fly. It also makes like the... <laughs> Every time I move it now, I don't know why it started doing that. <laughs> okay. You assemble it when so, you get in a fight. Yeah, so Graham, you move up there, and then you start looking around. And then Rohan, that's when these skeletons start to move. And so, you know, they've got their long swords out, and they start marching forward. And that would trigger your... Well, no, because... Well, yeah, that would trigger your readied action. Okay. So, yeah, just uh, one attack at, uh, yeah, number four, or what is it? Dread Skeleton 2. All right, so that's a hit. Okay. 
my first fire arrow. Nice. Yeah. How much did they resist it by, though? Just your arrow part? Let's see. Um, what did it do plus 13? Oh, you fired at number two. Okay. I was like, how come no damage was done? Says your... Yeah, so you got your D8 plus your 2D6 yeah. plus 13. It says the plus 13's with the D8, right? That's your base weapon damage? Yeah. Yeah. And it so... It should be plus 7, not 13. I don't know where that extra five damage came from. Yeah. Anyway, uh, drop drop five damage off of it unless it had well, it, been it, resisted. You got an extra six from effects that you have on you, which is deadly aim. Deadly aim. Oh, and intense plus six ranged damage. Did you not have that on? I hadn't intended to have that on. No. So yeah, okay. you can take that that six off. All right, so I'll remove six. So yeah, you did. Um, you did hit it. And did a little bit of you know. You, you're assuming a little bit of damage. Some dust falls off of it. Okay. You can hear the scrape of metal on bone, and um, so that first one makes it up to here uh, with his sword raised, and then the other one comes out over here with his sword raised as well. And you can hear the clanking and clacking and dragging of their, you know, their armor and their boots stomping on the stone. Um, but that's their turn. And then, let's see, and then you guys hear sort of a hollow, breathy scream coming from, well, behind most of you now. But down that center passage. Mm. Mm. Time to move away. I can just melt into the stone. <laughs> so Homer back into the hedge. I think mm -hmm. we've said that before many times. Yeah, I can I'll, see it, though. I'll fly away. Also, will teleport away. If you wish for a non-secular teleportation, I can do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the right term, right? Non-religious? Yeah. Yeah. Is melting in the stone a religious move? No, but teleport is non-secular. Because he's using word of recall, which right. is calling on his god. And I just, just got to hold my hand. <laughs> Come on, take my hand, Graham. <laughs> now, John, that word of recall, you got to, like, break something, right? And say no, a pass. I can, it's a spell for me. That was a different spell. I, I mm. cast it on an item uh. that you guys break, and it will, that way, if you're not near me or... That uh, you can, you guys can still get out of the, the, the instructions. Okay, I thought that's what you were using as well. I used it before because I didn't have the word of recall. I'd uh, already believe I'd already used the word of recall that time, and so I had to use mine that I had made for myself. Okay, so now we just need to wait for like Graham to accidentally use his to. To go home when he's in a situation he doesn't like. Hmm. What yeah, else? So would you, use um, <laughs> you guys hear that from behind you, and then um, uh, this one shoots a scorching ray at Fenrith and hits for you know fire, which shouldn't do any damage to you. That was the least charitable way to describe the intended function of that spell. <laughs> Just because I'm the one using it. Oh, something's <laughs> going on you don't want? Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's what you do with it. Well, with like Ring of Ram, you were using it all the time. So with this oh, one, it's right. like, oh, it's too hot in here. I'm going home. Yeah, I want to sleep in my bed tonight. For my character but, title um, card, it will be can Graham outrun his Casimir, past? you can see that white that did that. Okay. Cast that spell, but, you know, Fenrith and Graham can't because it's invisible. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's what happens there. And that, um, uh, you also can hear echoing through the caverns from the south, probably, uh, uh, like sudden uh, weeping, hmm. like the sound of some woman suddenly weeping. Don't wake a witch it's, here. You know, the most heartbreaking uh, sorrow that you can imagine. It's like a supernatural sorrow. But Rohan, that brings us to your turn. All right. So I'll say, Fenrith, you're up. As I step back, do a five-foot step back, and then I'll uh, do a full volley at these things. Or, yeah, at that one target. See how many of them I can hit. But not, do I not have a target? You have number two targeted. Mm-hmm. But remember when they're not on the track or we don't oh, see their information. Yeah. yeah. So Brandon, did I hit? Um, no. Well, mm-hmm. let's see. You did get two hits. Okay. So one, two. No, but perhaps <laughs> one or maybe even two. Let's be able to see him now. But yeah, you do hit. You do hit. Um, what you were at number two? Yeah. Yeah, a cup with a couple arrows. All right. Was the first one that 24 hit? Yeah. So um, the first hit and the second hit. Okay. That first one would have had one more arrow on it for the multi-shot. Okay. One of these days we should replace all of our roles with trivia questions. And how close you were to being correct determines the outcome. That way you could ask what is the... Flying speed of, uh, like, the, what was it? African An swallow. Uh, swallow. Yeah. African or European? European. You have to be, when you're a king, you have to know these things. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, let me get this here. They probably think they got a pincer attack, but see, then Casimir's going to come up and pincer them. Yes. <laughs> yes, really, Casimir. He's just having a rave in the stone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Casimir, go attack that. Wait a minute, Cat. What? Casimir? <laughs> Just echoing. Mm, the... mm, mm, I just see mm. his nose sticking out of the stone a little bit. I'm singing uh, Hey Ya, that one with the He Man style. Hey Ya, yeah. I said hey. <laughs> Casimir, now, why of all times? <laughs> You go bend on your no nonsense attitude for <laughs> trap music <laughs> and heretical rave dancing. <laughs> you truly are a lich. <laughs> <laughs> you almost end up getting soda in your face on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> It's the housekeeping moments where Brandon has to change all the things around. These things, these sorts of things happen. Stop it. That's yeah, silly. So that'll bring us to Casimir. All right. Uh, 
if you want to uh, have me target the ghoul if and if I'm or white mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, move no, me. I can identify it for you. Okay, so you should be able to see it. Hmm. Is this ground uh, level enough for me to charge? Um, it is. Yeah, it is. But that um, that white is ten feet up in the air. Mm. Um, but you could probably still do it. I think you could probably still with your weapon and stuff. I think. I think uh, I'll cast magic missile at it. Okay. All right. I'll use a swift action to negate uh, spell failure. Did that work? Magic missile, dread white, yeah. All right, and then damage. All right, gonna show off your five magic missiles. Yeah, so these five missiles streak down there and slam into that white. It it gives a scream of pain. Um, Anything else for you? Uh, That's my turn. Okay. Um. All right, and then let's see. Okay. Uh, Fenrith, your turn. All right. Um, you'll need to, may need to roll something for that white, uh, depending on distance. What will I need to roll? Well, Preferably a dice. See how well this works. <laughs> um, I believe it's a will save, depending on if it's within range here. All right. So, I do uh, for my domain spells cast holy word. Word or ward? Word. With an E. Clears that up. Mm. So it says, any non-good creature within the area of a holy word spell suffers the following ill effects. It's uh, equal to caster level deafened up to caster level negative one blinded and deafened. uh, Up to caster level negative five paralyzed, blinded, and deafened. Yeah, and then up to caster level negative ten is killed, paralyzed, blinded, deafened. Well, that causes a moment where I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm good on my character sheet, but am I truly good? That's all that matters. I'm neutral. All that matters is if the character sheet says it. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna cast holy word. <laughs> failure, failure, failure. So I'm not sure what their. Uh, what their hit die level is, but uh, is the the effects are cumulative and concurrent. So successful will save reduces or eliminates the effects. Creatures affected by multiple effects make only one one save and apply the result to all the effects. So were any of them deafened? Uh, all right. Well, so um, did you target any of them to do that? I targeted all three of them, but it, it okay. lets me it. I believe that I have the so the effects uh, are down below. Yeah, when I cast so that spell. Yeah, and so I'll tell you which. Each. Yeah, so none of them saved. None of them made their save, and their HD is okay. So yours is fourteen, right? Yeah. Okay. So then, none of them have. Your age, so so they would have, they would all be deafened, they would all be blinded and deafened. Mm, I think it just dropped out sight for me too. <laughs> the truth revealed. <laughs> I don't have myself targeted though. That's all right. So, um, 
<laughs> You're evil. Yeah, the skeletons <laughs> will be blinded and deafened. So you got deafened on there, but not blind. Here, let me, I'll just apply it. Let me get it applied because the... Oh, uh, that's weird. So the effect it has on there is just to blind self. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have target. It, it, that's yeah, weird. Let me, that's all right. Let me... Okay, I, I got it changed. I can do it. Where we're going, Fenrith, you don't need sight. All right, so then... The two skeletons need need blind and deaf, and then the white needs blind, deaf, and paralyzed. All right, so that should be blinded on those. Yeah, so they got blind and deaf, blind and deaf, and then the white needs blind, deaf, and paralyzed. And then you need to... Okay, yeah, hmm. you're good. So normally a flying creature when paralyzed would fall, but it doesn't use any physical motion to keep floating so although i think it says specifically in the effect that that only affects creatures that require yeah. movement to stay flying yeah would you fall if you were paralyzed or would you just float <laughs> uh, i think if i had my fly spell active i would still continue flying okay as i think that should have gotten correct on all of them because it requires no motion. Would it actually stop you from moving, or would you? How do you control your flight? Right? If it's a mental thing, would you? It does paralyze stop you from thinking of a direction, or just your physical body from making movement? I don't think it messes with thought, does it? So concentration would still be good. Yeah. These aren't considered extra planar creatures, are they? No, mm -hmm. these ones aren't. Okay. I gotta double check, but I think it specifically says it only affects physical movement. But I just like picturing Rohan floating like he's in space. His... <laughs> yeah, basically, if I, if I can still move, then I'd be stuck in whatever yeah. position I was in. I would just be moving around like, you know, like and then that. I'll move up to there, and that will end the turn. <laughs> basically, Justin, this is your warning to stay away from airlocks around any of my characters. <laughs> from now until I die. <laughs> and anyone named Ripley? You're not a xenomorph queen. No. You know He's making the case that Ripley has a compulsion to put entities through your airlocks. Not just airlocks, out into <laughs> vacuum. Right. Right, because uh, what was it? I guess that one? wasn't even an airlock. Well, it was for the queen, but for the weird... It was venting space. Yeah. And then in the fourth one, it was uh, a hole she made using acid blood. I guess the third one's the one that breaks uh, everything. No wonder it's not considered canon. <laughs> they didn't. Right. Anything else for your turn, Fenrith? Nope, that should be it. Okay, that'll bring us to Graham. All right, I'm going to stealth travel up to here so they can't hear me. Dun, 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 dun. Get in the stalking position. And I will attack them one time. Does Graham make... Uh... Well, when he had lower wisdom, did he make his own soundtrack as he was stalking? Yeah, probably. You know, like going through that submarine. Dun, 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 dun. I also made the attack the music when I was under attack. Mm. <laughs> like, why are you singing action music while we're fighting? Um, but I'm gonna. Do I qualify for sneak attack conditions since oh, yeah. they're blind? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then oh, I will uh, fight defensively and attack once. 
Single sneak attack. Fenrith just thinks that you're uh, coming closer to uh, acceptance missed. of Coralon because of your singing in battle. Oh, right. Did you have the flanking bonus? I'm not flanking oh, right. the Has one it, I'm attacking uh, yet. They'd I, be flat-footed, which I guess might already be applied by the blind. Yeah, I don't know if any of the blinded penalties to whatever are affecting them. Yeah, they sh hang on, let me. Because I think they just lose their dex to AC, if any, with their current conditions. So if that drops them below 25, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, they just lose strength and dexterity. Let's see. Minus two to armor class. And which one did you attack? Uh, Dread Skeleton 2. Yeah, so I don't know why it didn't do that properly, but you would have hit him with that. You rolled a 25. Yeah. Normally, they're a 24, so with two missing, it'd be a 22, so... Hmm. Um, let me... Are you blind and deaf, Graham? <laughs> We're all liches, huh? So yeah, go ahead and roll damage on him. Okay. Uh, all in one miracle roll takes care of everything. Mm. There we go. 27 damage after the reduction. Super duper happy crappy all in one damage <laughs> roll. Yeah, so same thing. I feel like I stab in, I get my blade, you know, make like a point where I can get some leverage and just start yanking it around until stuff breaks off. So it takes a little bit more muscle power than I'm used to straining and cursing elements. We need to get you a crowbar that you can sneak attack right? with. That would be cool. Fortunately, I think rules as written, it would be a club. And then would it count as an impromptu weapon? Like a, It probably would. Exotic. You take an yeah. exotic weapons feat. I would just treat it like a well, club. Anything yeah. else for your turn, Graham? That ought to do it. Sorry about that. Technically, right. you, like if this was like a fifth edition, like D&D, &D, you would be proficient in your thieves' tools, which the crowbar would be a part of. Got a rural lawyer that. Yeah. All right. So then, um, yeah, so Graham goes up there and does that. And you guys all suddenly feel the uh, you know magical effect trying to settle over you okay let me get my oh all the dice and um <laughs> fenrith oh. and graham and rohan and casimir are all able to shrug that off and so nothing takes effect against you um but that'll bring us to skeleton and it's blind and deaf. I'm going to have to go look at my, my will save. I wonder if that's added up, right? I feel slightly shamed that Graham just really outpaced me on that will save. Yeah. He got lucky. <laughs> oh, Hey, we're all, uh, we're counting up here. Why weren't you counting with us, Justin? Okay. I am. I'm just missing 10 from. Oh, <laughs> You're like me back in kindergarten when they do the ABCs, but they'd come to me and it's like in the middle of the alphabet. They're like, okay, what comes after H? And it's like, I don't know. I only know it in sequential order. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some jackass kid over there who can do it backwards and forwards to show off. Well, then there's also that other kid. He's like, two? I was that kid. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't the one that was eating the crayons. Yeah. Johnny, what comes after H? Chicken. <laughs> hmm. Okay. 
A small round of applause so for what you, we'll Graham. do for the skeletons yeah. here. You made a will save. Amazing. Is we'll try this, and let's see, they get a minus 13, more number one. So this one starts swinging its weapon for where it hopes Fenrith is. So let's do the mischance here. And then we'll do the attack with a long sword. Uh, highest will, highest roll, third highest will save, though. <laughs> and it misses. So it is swinging at you, Fenrith, but, um, you know, mo- mostly it seems like a random swing and it doesn't really come close to you. And then this next one, let's try this. Yeah, so the next one definitely turns towards where you are, Graham. And it'll try swinging at you and with its longsword. Um, but it, it it misses. Oh, wait. Yeah, hang on. Let me target you. So, yeah, that one doesn't count. So it misses you. Um, definitely swinging in your direction, but um, can't zero in on where exactly you are. So that'll bring us to the white, which does nothing, although it does continue to float in the air. Um, but it's paralyzed and can't move at all. You hear that weeping continuing, almost as if the 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 woman in her unimaginable grief doesn't even take breaths while she's weeping. It's just one long uh, moaning wail of agony and despair, but it does seem to be getting closer, um, coming from the south area. And Rohan, that brings us to you. Okay, I'll I'll glance over my shoulder. Do I see uh, anything coming from the south? No. Okay. And is this white now visible? Um, or is it still invisible? I, I don't yeah, see why it would be. It's like improved invisibility, yeah. most likely. It's still invisible, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, then yeah, I'll continue to target the one that I have been and do a full... Attack with five arrows, two of them on the first shot. If a left for dead witch comes at me, guys, I'm teleporting out. I'm not risking that. Why did I do three? All right, so um, three hits against that skeleton there. Okay. And the first one had two arrows, so. Noise. Yeah. All right, yeah, so you... um, shoot four arrows into this uh, skeleton and that uh, destroys whatever animating force kept it going and it uh, crumbles to the floor there. And um, I just like to imagine these like anything else for you, Rowan? Your ear as you're sneak attacking. (laughs) No. So on to Casimir. Okay. All right. So it looks like the white, uh, do I, what is it? Doesn't have spell resistance. Uh, I no. think that's what I would roll for when I was doing the casting thing, right? So I can skip it. Uh, well, that's good. I never. I'll just do it anyway. So I'm going to cast Magic Missile at the white again. Yeah, no spell resistance. All right, and there you go. All right. So yeah, those uh, missiles slam into it again. This time, there's no accompanying shriek of pain. <laughs> All these magic missiles were part of my original preparation for facing undead of the mines before we got waylaid. And then, um, anything else for your turn, Casimir? That's my turn. All right. 
And then Fenrith. All right, I will. I will use uh, that holy lance ability. Give my weapon uh, holy descriptor. All right. And then I will vital strike or greater vital strike the uh, dread skeleton. Okay. All right. So that's a hit. Okay. Yeah. So you do. There's some more coming, right? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, paralyzed specifically calls out winged creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have 42 additional plus the 15 damage to the skeleton there. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Uh, no, that should be everything. Oh, no. You guys are completely out of my line of sight. I'm okay. dead. Graham, your turn. All right. I'll five foot up to there. Okay. And I will do a full attack defensively on this skeleton. So two with my main hand, two with the offhand. All right, so you got, let's see. Two hits? Yeah, two hits. Okay, here comes the damage. <laughs> Bleh. <laughs> yeah, so you, you, know, you basically get up behind it and, you know, you can saw its spine off and it just crumbles to the floor there like um filleting a fish you just go right up on either side of the spine and just yeah and i snake into its torso and then you do see a breastplate now there is a chest in that room they were in that you can see (laughs) secret knowledge anything else for your turn no that ought to do it okay all right let me have my okay there's a chest over here, Fenrith. It's mine. Don't get it. <laughs> we should, you should see what is inside. And then you hear that? It's something that will help disrupt these. That weeping and wailing, getting closer and closer. And um, that'll bring us to Rohan. Why did Fenrith sound like your conscience? <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you what you wanted it's to weird hear. me out, though. All right, so I can't see... What Casimir's fighting, and I can't see anything coming. I'll uh, just face south where the crying is coming from, mm-hmm. and ready an attack action. Okay. And yeah, that'll be my turn while I wait for the impending death. <laughs> Graham Corallon says that material things are a necessity. Go seek them out. Seek out the flesh. Seek out the temptations of the world, Graham. Fenrith, that that doesn't quite make sense. (laughs) All right, that'll bring us to Casimir. All right, let's uh, go through with another uh, swift action magic missile. Graham. All right, so five more missiles slam into it, and it continues to float there completely (laughs) still. Um, I was wondering if I could coup de gras the ghost now that they're subject to criticals. Anything else, Casimir? That's it. Thank you. Technically, you should be able to. Okay, and then Fenrith, that brings us to you. (laughs) All right. um, I will call back to uh, Casimir if I see him cast that magic missiles. Say, what is over there? (laughs) I will reply with an invisible white. But I do like the idea that he sees nothing. 
and figures that I have replaced Graham and I'm just using magic for <laughs> the sake of using magic now. Well, Graham is one of our main our, magic users. Yeah, he's our healer and our wizard. Yeah. I'll move over this way. Where did that go? And an unwilling scout to places we never wanted to go to in the first place. Mm -hmm. Usually down. Yeah, you're our... Um, <laughs> You're our like urban right. environment scout. He's our and wilderness I will scout. Cast, uh, I will cast invisibility purge on myself. Okay. So I don't know if this is correct, but it's uh yeah. So you it changed a, a little bit. It looks like from the D and D ones. Uh, you surround yourself with a sphere of power with a radius of five feet per caster level that negates all forms of invisibility. Anything invisible becomes visible while in the area. Correct. So is that 70 feet? Centered on you? Yeah. Okay. So that does make the uh, white, and that, that white that's floating in the air 10 feet above the ground visible to you. All right. That should be all I can do at this point. Okay. All right. And then, um, Graham, that brings us to you. And that'll last uh, 14 minutes. Okay, I'll approach this chest cautiously and take yes. a look at it for traps. All right, one second. Fenrith says there's a key item in here to end the battle. At least that's what I heard him say. <laughs> Graham, where are you going? You told me to go this way. It seems like I'm talking in other people's voices an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was the long stretches where I was solo <laughs> in the dark I don't like to think about it too often <laughs> I think like all of season three or something I was by myself location range okay alright Graham so roll your search you're looking for traps you said yep on my way up to this chest yeah so roll it. You do detect a trap. Huh? You detect a trap right here. Um, let me show you. You detect a trap here as you're moving forward. Oh, okay. So you get to here, and that's when you spot it. And this trap is a um, cleverly hidden, uh, like a false section of the ceiling up there. And um, you determine that something will come out of there and probably grab a hold of whoever trips it. Okay. Well, I think that will um, take up my turn. It's the little bit of movement and searching that I did. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think it'll take up part of my next turn to use my standard action in both rounds. Wasn't search a full round action? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, all right, so that's your turn, and then let me roll this real quick. Um, so, so far, the only thing left now that you hear is that weeping, that uh, white continues the float above the air there, not, you know, above the ground, not moving. The weeping does get closer and closer. Oh, no, guys, this cave floor, it's turning to quicksand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still need to test. I need to get to a high enough place and jump like, you know, 10 foot, 15 foot high where I would take damage and see if when I merge at the second of impact, if I'm hurt 
Mm. It could be like a game glitch where I'm still technically falling because I never landed, so I just build up terminal velocity momentum until I reemerge. Yeah. And then I take D20 or like 20 <laughs> D6. Uh, I think if you die in, in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, if you dive from the sky onto your horse, <laughs> you don't take any damage. Because <laughs> yeah, there's like an animation, like when you float down... Like from a normal distance on your horse, that yeah. puts you on your horse and you start riding. So, <laughs> I have been enjoying the armor set that made negated all falling damage. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, just getting into that like full on dive and then and just, just boom, boom, and then you're just running. Do you still like ragdoll for a little while? Or? No, you just you're just standing there. I haven't found that one. I didn't know that was in there. Yeah, it, it's one of the ones that gone. unlocks mm-hmm. when you upgrade an armor set to two levels and have the full set equipped. Now oh. you've explained how to get. <laughs> uh, so what could you do? It's like so hard to talk about that because everybody's on a different path. Yeah. So it's like at work, I, I use like keywords. I'll be like, okay, hands. And they'll be like, okay. And I'll be like, uh... <laughs> it's a form of miming. You know, right, almost, yeah. you know? So you can figure out um, temples, you know, and then they'll say the the elements. And I'll be like, okay, so we can both talk about wind temple. We can both talk about <laughs> hands. hands. Yeah. Was it in the trailer? <laughs> yes, for a yeah. second. Which part of the trailer? You see a 0.5 second clip of it. It was pointed out in that one video. Which one video? The one that didn't have any spoilers in it. <laughs> Okay, now the uh, weeping woman comes into view down there. Um, All right. Just so, so what you're seeing then is um, a very tall, gaunt, clearly dead woman with long black hair that obscures her face completely, um, and each of her motions is like a twitch and a jerk. You know, hmm. she like moves by stop motion. Um, but she's down there. Um, and then the other thing you notice is that, uh, you know, she blinks. So you guys have seen the effect of the blink spell before, but she's doing that okay. as she moves. And that's that's part of what attributes to her frightening. Break the thing and go home. Method of yeah. movement there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's time to get out of here. But yeah, she comes out of the, she comes out around that corner down there. All right, does that proc my um, delayed attack? Of course, you'll make fun of me when I get back. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to be relatively terrified of this thing, and so I'm going to add on deadly aim to try and do more damage. So, yeah, that's a minus three to my attack, and I'll do the main attack. Oh, the blink miss. All right. Yep. Went right, right through where she was. Yeah. So basically, yeah, just sails right through where she was. Um, but yeah, so that that was your attack. And then um, what are the odds? as soon as you do that, her head jerks up and she gives 20%. out a, a hideous scream that echoes off the walls and seems to, you know, wash over you. You can almost feel a physical effect from it. Rohan's immune. That's how his mom talks to him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I live in the light tower. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> now you're beginning to understand. She does nice things, though. When you come home, she's got, like, pies in her hands, but she's just doing that awful stuff you can't stand. <laughs> I like to... <laughs> you send her flowers and whatnot, but you just can't stand to be around her. <laughs> uh, I like to... I see, I imagine that I see Rohan's face just kind of like drain of all joy and happiness. I was already minuscule, but <laughs> yeah. In fact, it'd be funnier if this is actually his mother. Found you, Rohan. I'm still firing at him. Come here for tickles. <laughs> Moving in praise. Uh. All right, so that's her, and then Rohan. Oh, now my my full round. Yeah. So, let's see, is Deadly Aim still on me, or did it cancel it? Yeah, <sighs> Deadly Aim still on. So yeah, I'll uh, do a full round attack action with Deadly Aim on. I need to uh, start preparing Blink again. It's pretty dang good. It's a good spell. All right, so yeah, you send a hail of arrows down the hallway. Um, is that saying 50% mischance? Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's not saying whether you hit or miss, though. <laughs> Normally it'll tell you. But yeah. those are all misses. Maybe the game is okay. deciding to do yes and. <laughs> Did I hit? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. And? <laughs> Can I tell whether or not they missed because of the blink or because of they they were just... Wide not... or... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it all played a part. It just seemed like... Um, even ones that might have been close, just uh, she blinked right at the right time, maybe. Moved a, to a location where you thought she was, but wasn't. Yeah. And she also is doing like a, you know, actively attempting to dodge as well. And she's got this extreme speed of movement when she does anything. Yeah. I'm going to take a five foot step back as well. Yeah. Yeah. And These then, caves are real soft. Yeah, end of my turn. Okay. And then Casimir. Ah, uh, hearing the screaming, I will continue to act like an NPC and shoot my last magic missile at this white and hope that that does it. So that way I can get prepped for whatever's coming. 17. Yeah. So that does it. That's enough to finally kill that white and it just uh, puffs up. You know, you can see dust and shadow puff off of it and it falls to the floor okay. in a heap. And then I will move, unfortunately, to there. <laughs> okay. Right. So let's get... Okay. Yeah, so you move forward then. Still not able to quite see what's making all the screams, but um, that'll bring us to Fenrith. Yeah. He saw me backpedaling, and Fenrith looks like he's going to pee himself. Mm. All right. I will uh, <laughs> use my circlet of blasting to cast Searing Light. The swelling woman. Casimir's not able to really read facial expressions, so mm. it always looks like your guys are about to kind of pee yourself. <laughs> to <laughs> this is a happy face, Casimir. Mm, mm, happiness. All right, so that's a hit. I read about that once. It's <laughs> <laughs> the perfect timing for that searing white to strike her while she's not blinking out, so go ahead and roll damage. So this was undead? Uh, she clearly appears to be so, yes. Uh, is she vulnerable to bright light? Let me check here. It's almost a critical touch attack. <laughs> 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 yes. 
It's like poking someone in the eye. Yes, she is. That's the thousand years of pain. You're poking someone in the butt when you do it this way. Yeah, so this circlet lights up and a a beam of sunlight strikes out and smashes into her and you can see some of her rotted flesh burning off and she gives another scream. Once again, not pausing to take breaths. So the weeping never stopped, but now there's also a, a scream of agony over the top of it. Uh, anything else for your turn, Fenrith? Um, that for my turn. All right, Graham. Um, so is it just this one spot that triggers it? Is it, is it running across the yeah, border there? Yeah, it looks to you like it could hit any of the any of those squares. Okay. To the left and right, of, or up and down of it. Well, I guess there's no better man for the job, so I will um, per- get my thieves' tools out. <laughs> All right, so you want to disable this device? Yeah, but I'm not going to be able to do it in this round. I'm just, I had just a move action left. So I'll have my thieves' tools out. What are you laughing at, Rohan? I, I can just kind of picture Graham shouting over his shoulder, Can you guys keep it down? I'm <laughs> trying to focus here. <laughs> Tell your mom to be quiet. <laughs> my mother was a J horror nightmare. All right, that's your move, Graham. Uh, yes. I misheard that. <laughs> yeah, so did I. All right, so... We'll see how it sounds on the recording. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Casimir will be able to fight her, or if he'll feel like he'll become like his drunken, abusive father. Oh, have to put on the white tank top, get some ale in one hand. Once again, all of you start to feel this magical oh, energy great. settle oh. over you. Uh, Looking good. I think I'll hero point mine, <laughs> if that's cool. Um... Yep, that is cool. Oh, yeah, it's a one. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, I'll hear a point mine as well. That, uh... Well, you saved. Oh. So here's. Wait, wait no, why got... did you save? That doesn't seem right. Hey, if Rohan saved, that sounds good for so me. So Fenrith saved and Graham saved, but yeah, Rohan and uh, Casimir did not. There you go. <laughs> nice. So Casimir, you save. And my hero point. And so do you. So whatever it was, wherever it came from, it um, slips off of you and doesn't take effect. But um, that'll bring us to the weeping woman who looks up at you, Fenrith, and um, screams as she points a hand at you. Uh, Ooh, you rolled a one on your save. Um Hero point? Three, two, one. All right, that's good. Because I haven't gotten any hero points for quite oh, a while. Oh, so. dang. Yeah, you need to do more exciting stuff. All right, so... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, suddenly, Fenrith, you feel all of the breath leave your lungs. It's just like it's been sucked out. Um, and you're suffocating now. Okay. <laughs> does that negate vocal component like uh spells with vocalization does that remove their his ability to cast them um yeah and, that. that's why he sounded like that oh i just know that there are some like drowned will do that too where it fills your lungs with water that's the voice i heard when he got sick on the the rock all those months ago days yeah hours yeah Remember um, when he just pulled the tarp over his head? <laughs> crashed into an island. <laughs> <laughs> so let me... All right, so yeah, so you're suffocating. 
And then she moves up to here. And Rohan, it's your turn. All right. So... <laughs> Is Pap's Blue Ribbon Dwarvish uh, cheap ale? I'm so. going to take that uh, effect off the deadly aim. Okay. How do I do that? Deadly aim off. All right. And then do a full round attack as I'm kind of slowly backpedaling five feet at a time. All right. So you send out another hail of arrows here. Um, and all of the miss. Yeah. So like even the ones that would have hit, um, just sail right through her. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got nothing here. So on to Casimir. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Save us, Casimir. I think, I think, I think in your case, let me check this real quick. Well, doesn't Blink actually take them to the Astral and back? Ethereal, yeah. Ethereal, yeah. yeah. So, so it's 50% for you, but it's like 20 if you can see it, and none if you can see and attack into Ethereal. Yeah, so let me make sure, because I think... Because, yeah, I can't see into Ethereal. Spell... OMs. Yeah, so she's blinking in and out... Oh, yeah. So if you were able to strike Ethereal, it would only be 20% for you. But it's that's what I was looking for. Okay. Um, so, Rohan, that's your turn. You set sail some arrows. Casimir, that brings us to you. And now you can see this woman. You know, she's like oh, as, as tall as you guys, but uh, extremely gaunt. And clearly there's portions of her flesh missing. And uh, this wet thick moldy black hair uh, obscures most of her face and as a matter of fact that's what's actually afflicting um fenrith right now when she cast that what really happened was that some of that hair like materialized in his Mm. mouth and throat and that's why he's clearly not able to breathe but your move Okay, so was that a spell or a spell-like ability? Can I determine that in some fashion? What she did? Yeah, well, like whether or not it could be dispelled. Oh, I got you. Um, Let me... That was a spell-like ability. Or wait, let me make sure. I think you can dispel spell-like abilities, right? Like it's in the name on that one. Uh, Okay. I need to get greater to spell. I think that actually gives a bonus to it. Yeah, it's um, spell like a bit. It's a. It's actually a spell. Sorry, a spell. Okay. Um. So, I will attempt to dispel it that that from uh, Fenrith. So the DC for me is a uh, caster level check versus eleven plus the spell level. Okay. It is okay. All right. Will it roll it if I just put cast? There's the percentage, which I'm swift actioning away. So it looks like no. So here's my caster level check. That's concentration caster level. Can I do it? Mm-hmm. How does... Yeah, just you just have to roll a d20. All right. And add right. what you need to to it. 10. All right, 1d20 plus 10. It's a 1. I'm going to hero point that. All right, let's try this a second time. Eh, 18. 
Oh yeah, and plus this. Oh, okay. Plus the spells caster level. Okay. Oh, spells caster level. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit higher. Yeah, so that's not enough to dispel it. Oh, sorry, John. I tried. <laughs> You're all right. That said, you can probably hold your breath for a couple, like a good number of rounds. We might be able to kill her before. Just keep fighting. That's the guy that's disarming a trap. I'm not going to now that he's there. fighting in his own that's way. True. Don't judge him. Yeah. You're not him. You haven't been there. Lure her to the trap mm. and get her to fall into it. Well, okay. if I can beat it by high enough, I can bypass it without triggering it. Now, Fenrith, do another fortitude save. Yeah, that's a lot better. So, um, so on this turn, you fall unconscious and are reduced to zero hit points. No, that happens a lot faster. You should have held your breath better. But um, because you made that save, because you get another chance at it, you are... You just delay that from happening. So uh-huh. you're still it, you're still in this condition, um, but it doesn't get worse like it should have because of your fortitude save. So, oh. so you don't lose any hit points. You don't fall unconscious, but you still are suffocating. Let's be honest here, though. You have a strange woman's hair clogging up your windpipe. Wouldn't you rather just be unconscious? <laughs> so you are gasping for breath. It is your turn. If you if there's something you think, you're not going to be able so, to cast any spell with a vocal component. So I have a the silent uh, silent spell feat. Yeah, the uh, meta magic feat. That's right. Do you have to prepare spells with that that's ahead of time? What I'm not sure. At I I don't see anywhere in here that it's saying that I have to prepare them. It just says that it uses a spell level one higher or one spell slot higher. I'm not sure how that actually works. Well, I think my understanding was like if it were a cure light wounds that you wanted silent on instead of being in your level one slot, it would go into whatever the modifier is. (coughs) So if you have a open, you know, yeah, so you should be able to. You are. And then there would be like a separate one for like spontaneous. Wizards and divine spellcasters must prepare their spells in advance with metamagic feats. Unless it's okay. spontaneous. Yeah. Has like the spontaneous uh, like part to it, I think. Yeah. During preparation, the character chooses which spells to prepare with metamagic feats and thus take up the higher spell level slots. So like normal. his positive energy, spontaneous thing, he could Yeah. metamagic it at the time he casts it. Basically. Yeah. A cleric spontaneously casting a cure or inflict spell or a druid summon nature's ally spell. Can be cast as a metamatic version, meta magic version of it instead, but extra time is required in this case. How much extra time? Requiring a full <laughs> round action, oh, rather than a standard action, and a spell with a longer casting time takes an extra full round action to cast. Mm. So that one spell of his, <laughs> with the exception of spells modified by quick and spell feet, <laughs> mm. that would kind of negate the purpose. Which I guess you might be able to technically also quit, uh, spontaneously if you had it. Yeah. And start. So anyway, yeah, you'd have to have it ahead of time, John. Okay. Yeah, that's always why. Like spells with long descriptions and meta magic feats are two things I've avoided in my entire D and D career. With a sorcerer, well, five foot mm-hmm. four. Okay. 
and then uh, go uh, do a uh, full attack. One hit. Mm-hmm. Why didn't that have the Holy Lance on it? Because that should still be going. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why it took it off of there. Teach me how you time your strikes. Nah. You can use that for the Holy Lance. Oh, he can give you some superstitious reason why he hits. Mm-hmm. That Corallon wields it. Wheels it. If Corallon will allow me to hit this thing, I might start worshipping her. <laughs> him. We'll worship her, him, her. and he might allow you to hit it. Out with the unicorn, in with Corallon. <laughs> Sorry, unicorn. You just weren't doing it for me. No, I'm terrified of the unicorn. I can't abandon it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you go up and swing your sword a few times. You do manage to get through and strike her. And uh, that'll bring us to Graham. All right, I got my thieves tools out. Time to take a crack at triggering a trap. Mm. So. Oh, man, I should have saw this one. Uh, I should have stayed farther away from him for this. Looks yeah. like they change it up a little bit, uh, depending on whether it's difficult or extreme. So you got your regular trap or your complex trap. So I'm either rolling against a DC 20 or a DC 25, but it takes 2D4 rounds to do it. Disable device. Should I use my long spoon? <laughs> yes. But use it it's at minus, close range. It's a minus two, so I think I'll stick with these ones. No, just use it at close range. <laughs> In the tower. It's like me trying to eat with those cooking chopsticks I got. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know about how long it's going to take once I start in on it? If it seems like it, if I rolled higher on the 2d4 rounds, I don't know. Maybe I'll stick with it. They seem like they're doing okay. Fenris not saying nothing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he'd say something if he wanted me to stop. Did you roll 2d4 rounds? What did you, did you roll? Or That's just how long it takes. I, I don't know. Oh, Do you I want me you. to roll it? No. I rolled a... Uh, Disabled device in the tower. Yeah, I see that. I'll, I was, I'll roll it. I just didn't know if you wanted it to be secret because it, it's kind of a little tense when you don't know how long mm -hmm. it's going to take. I also like the idea of you taking subdual damage during the 2d4 rounds from the uh, intense, like uh, <laughs> lock picking, exertion, <laughs> okay. sweating. So you start um, disabling that device. Yeah, if I, by the end of it, if I beat it by. 10 or more then i can actually i have the option to just figure out how to bypass it without disarming it along with my companions mm -hmm. but it's the old like uh step here yeah not there sort of thing i mean if you could find a, a logical way that would happen that reminds me of the D, &D movie where okay given the complex mm -hmm. Description of how to get across. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I put my foot on. I didn't realize this was where the bridge technically started. <laughs> and that'll take up my whole turn. All right. So you, um, yeah, you start getting to work on that. Though as soon as you start, you realize it is pretty complex. Whoever set this up did a good job with it. It's Dennis Hopper from Speed. <laughs> Say your line, Chris. I can't. <laughs> well, you could say pop quiz, Grim. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Keanu, that is Grim. Now it means yeah. that I have to shoot Graham in the leg 
now now that this scene has begun to play no it's the opposite he'd shoot you in the leg right okay let's see dude i love that movie and speed i just like they had no concern for safety or anything (laughs) like that it's beautiful yeah we are we are hampered by realism and stuff in this day and age we can't tell stories well yeah it's like uh in the like older movies they get in a high-speed chase everyone is magically uh, like off the street there is no like pedestrian school crossing during an 80 80 mile an hour (laughs) high-speed chase (laughs) well the 90s was the best of both worlds because sometimes there would be people in the street and they get killed but they did it in such a way you didn't feel bad about it Uh. because it was just like you know they kind of set that person up to be a little annoying Mm. And and scene. Yeah, one. it's like some a yeah. hole talking on the phone. Yeah, and so when he goes under a tire and he gets mangled up, I don't care if she's like, a mother. God got what he deserved <laughs> yeah. for being a little rude. I don't care if she's on. a mother. Who cares about an orphanage? Bulldoze it. They know how to craft a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't do like the slow zoom in on him like afterwards either of what like a, a body right. would look like after it got trapped under us. Yeah, who cares? He was a douchebag. Not even really a full casualty. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, that, it raised the population. That'll bring... Okay, let me roll this. Okay. And then... Um, so that brings us back to the weeping woman there. And um, satisfied that Fenrith is out of the fight. She'll turn her gaze to you, Casimir. I'll point at her and... (laughs) And then meld into the stone. Yeah. I gotta be careful. She might be able to go after me. She probably could. And you can get an attack of opportunity, Fenrith. No. Not able to focus enough with the uh, hair attack. That's like a thread to like a on a blanket you like where you started pulling at it, but it was a single strand of hair. It just keeps going. <laughs> All right. Um, Get that feeling. Casimir. Yeah. So she gets up to you and straightens her head and pulls her hair aside and exposes her face to you. Um, roll a will save, please. Oh, crap. Where'd my damn tower go? Just a second. There you go. Should I hero point it? If you have one, you should. All right. I'll take that. And there you go. No better. Dang. Yeah, so this, um, her visage is so frightening that, um, that you're stunned. Okay. And you're stunned for four rounds. That's her turn. And then let's see. You're going to have to make another save on your next turn or die. This one weeping woman might party wipe us. Roll on. I think I might just go into the trap. So, uh, yeah, I'll five foot back a little bit closer to Graham and say as I'm firing at her, uh, Graham, we may need your help with this one. Casimir and Fenrith look like they're out of the fight. <laughs> I'll audibly gasp. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're out of the fight too, Ron. <laughs> we gotta go. 
Word of recall, Graham. (laughs) So he's been preaching the word, and he's right. I got it. We'll do deadly aim and do a full attack at her. Mm -hmm. Time to convert to Coralon. Yeah, I can't do crap this this session. So four shots, four misses. Hmm. (laughs) No, hang on. Yeah, those did all miss. Um, so so yeah. that's wrong. So Casimir. Mm. So put a, uh, do a fortitude. There you go. Tower there. Oh, nice. All right. You don't die. Um, <laughs> I managed to avoid uh, dying. If the target is stunned, it must succeed at another fortitude save or immediately die of fright. Target that succeeds... The initial save is immune to that ability for 24 hours. So you don't die. You're still paralyzed or stunned. Yeah. Uh, All right. And stunned. Uh, Was it like minus four to AC? Drops everything held. Can't take actions. No decks to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I will contemplate all of the actions that have brought me to this point. Yeah. And I'll come to the conclusion that it's all Graham's fault. No. (laughs) Okay. Now, um, Fenrith, you need to do another fortitude save to see if you go to the next step of this. Uh, I think you might have. I like the idea. Yeah. Okay. So you're good. So you are, you know, still in this condition but you don't lose consciousness and begin dying all right i'll uh take a struggling step forward and try and attack again as i uh, click my haste boots as well you don't even need hair to fight not for 18 well <laughs> maybe in his case it's a bit different but not for 18 rounds <laughs> i mean heck that one game uh I hit under a raft <laughs> against those mana cores. All right. So it looks like you got, yes, two hits. All right. Yeah. So you step forward and slice into her pretty good there. Um, you do quite a bit of damage to her. Uh, and so she continues that scream of uh, agony, but now physical agony is added to the emotional agony. Uh, but that's you. Now I feel forever changed. <laughs> She's just being a drama queen. And then Graham, your turn. Uh, since Rohan has asked for help, I'll um, stand up and grab out my wand of magic missiles. Don't understand, Rohan. This has a hair trigger switch. <laughs> <laughs> Graham's going to kill this thing. And uh, he's going to be like, I don't see what I don't the problem is. why you guys had such a hard time with it. <laughs> Uh, so here's the use magic device. Do I need to step back five, technically, Brandon? Um, can you, why would you? I can't remember. Well, my line's not passing through any obstructions. No, you're good. You're good. All right, so I got what I need there. Here comes the force. Five damage. (laughs) Still living. Okay. Yeah, so these missiles slam into her, um... She turns to look at you. <laughs> what? How did you notice that? Let me roll this here. 
Don't worry, you can see the uh, accusation in my fear-filled eyes as I put all of this blame on you, Graham. Don't worry, I'll, I'll join you, but even worse than whatever Dude, will save hell you guys are in. Failure will save enough you guys all you feel disbelieve. this magical energy settling over you again, um, but it doesn't take hold on anybody except for Graham. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. It's got to stand. I don't have any hero points. Don't worry. She's hot. So she's probably a vampire. So Graham... No, it doesn't seem like it came from her. She didn't oh. do anything. So, um, a zone will save. That's definitely uh, So Graham, you're slow. Ah, this happened not too long ago. Yeah, it happened at you know in last game session, and nobody knew where it came from, but mm-hmm. it's happened again now. And um, so that's her turn. How much longer were you thinking, Brandon, so I can uh, update the Five old... seconds. Okay. So on her turn, she, uh, continuing that scream, she takes off this way uh. and out of sight. And so all three of you would get an attack of opportunity against her. Mm, I don't. No. I don't did have I, a, a melee weapon in my hand. Uh No. Well, I had a you would, and then I missed my critical. Um, right, and then it did the mischance, but you reacted too quickly, and so her AC is not set at what it ought to be because that oh, okay. uh, was going to put an effect on her. So no, that wouldn't you wouldn't have hit her. Well, yeah, ne- never mind. That's an automatic. Yeah, you you did hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Man, I wasn't paying <clears> close <throat> enough attention. I I would have let him change the rules on nat twenties. <laughs> Guess it didn't hit. (laughs) Well, you see, uh, 20 is only as high as the dice can go. Uh, And if you want an automatic hit, you need to go higher. Show me a 21. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And that's when the player, (laughs) bam, Did you? (laughs) Did you want to take one, Casimir? I can't. Okay. I'm still stunned, yeah. And then Rohan? I can't. Okay. I'm using a bow. I had a melee. Thanks I didn't have a melee me. weapon, Brandon. So I was holding that wand and the spoon. Tools. The comfort spoon. <laughs> All right. So, Fenrith, you slash at her and you do a s- severe amount of damage. You I, basically I don't cleaver. think that's right because I missed the critical, didn't I? It, no, no, no I did. It I did get it. Okay. It hit. Yeah, you do a severe amount of damage. Essentially, you just cleaver in half diagonally. Um, but she continues that scream, and it seems to you as you watch her tearing off down the way that like her hair has like grabbed a hold of the part of her body that would have fallen. And so for you, Rohan, um, Neat. you'll need to make a wheel save as she goes screaming past you. Okay. Oh. That failed. It would yeah. have been all up to you, Graham. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a bad day for Rohan's rolls. So, Rohan, you're stunned. Okay. Let's Can both I get look my at last Graham. fort save in. Do I have to do... Uh, if I pass out. Just don't let it happen any more yeah. times, guys. This and then... Um, bad so, that's her. And then it would be you, Rohan, but you're stunned. So, you drop your bow and everything. And, Casimir, you're still stunned. Do I have to do the fort save to see if no, I die? it's a different effect. Okay. And then, yeah, we'll get to Fenrith. And you succeed on that one as well. <laughs> So you won't be suffocating anymore. Cough out the hairball? Basically, you do. Cough out this giant uh, ball of tangled, moldy, rotted 
wriggling hair from your throat there. And that'll bring us to Graham's turn, and that's where we'll have to stop for today. <laughs> and then we'll pick it up there All right, man. next week. So oh, thank you, Bernie. Yeah, thanks, B. You had me worried there for a sec. I'm, I think I'm still worried. Yeah. That, uh, that is a cool creature, though. Yeah, it is. I'm going to have to stop taking wizard levels because I can't hit anything. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.